It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, shoppers, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian goes shopping. Ra looks for Ama. Squash contemplates a return to Kuzak. And Sultana refuses to give away her blood. Meeting with a Pella's planeswalker, the heroes learn of the possible way to Gieta. Whilst collecting the group to go to the library, the heroes visit a new shop in Falsen, Carson. Unfortunately, things go a little sour when Carson asks for an alchemist stone. Why does Carson really want such a powerful thing? Who is the friend that Common learned the location of the library from? And will the library hold the answers that they seek? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Plus, Ama and Bogrim in tow are making your way towards the monastery. Uh, the monastery should have Trempel and Kythera as a minimum, and also Common. Potentially, a Thorin is there also. Anyone want to say or do anything before I, I throw plot at your face? Um, Rob will mention to Ama just like very quietly. <laughs> I guess before we leave the store, and Bogrim's back in the. Uh, kind of immediate area. Yeah. So, I see you didn't kill him. No, I, I think I have a better use for him. Mm, money. <laughs> and he looks at the <laughs> cloak she's wearing. I like it though. <laughs> she like she pulls Very the cloak nice. a little closer around herself. Uh. I'm hoping it will keep me a little better protected from traitors. Um, but uh, that's a good no. idea. What color might, is it? Uh, Amos is uh, hmm, 
I'm going to say it's black. It's the same color scales as as um as Railjack. Oh. What color is squashes? You never told me what color you wanted. Oh, I'm just going to claim I did. It's been two weeks since we recorded the last episode. You can't talk to me. <laughs> the thing is, I think okay. you actually did say what color you wanted yours, though. I'm afraid I did. I think, I'm pretty sure you said remember. you wanted it because you were very, like, sneaky, stealthy type. I think you said you wanted it, like, a dark grayish. Yep, muted dark gray is what I had in my brain, but I didn't want to say it and confuse everybody who's <laughs> listening. Maybe even people catching up and listening to consecutive episodes. <laughs> But thanks, guys. Thanks. thanks. I love this. Please tweet to Athor when he's wrong. It's going to be great. It's at a bizin. Um, no, fuck off. <laughs> okay, so a dark grain black. Um, no, I have a... If things don't go well in Daimarius, I... I'm going to use him for something else. Okay, just to be careful. I don't think he will hurt you, but I don't like it. I still don't trust him. I don't either, but I I think he did it for the right good reasons. And she's like clearly annoyed by having to say that. Rawl is I am also not... just very much just kind of he looks at the ground, kicks up stone type, you know, <laughs> trying yeah. to ignore the fact that it was kind of necessary. <laughs> just very much yeah. struggling to acknowledge that. But no, I, I don't trust him. But... He might be useful. So I am just keeping him around. We may be able to send him off on some sort of other very dangerous mission if we need him to. Don't worry, I will be careful this time, I promise. Raw does hugs. and uh, <laughs> She hugs back. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this, as you kind of like stop to hug, like Bogram just like skirts around you and then he kind of stops and turns back and says... I'm uh, I'm gonna go back to the temple. Um, I don't think I need to go to the library with you all. I've got things to prepare. Uh, stay safe. And he looks like really awkward. <laughs> looks down, face kind of flushes a little bit, and like sadly, like walks very slowly, head down back towards where the temple is. Yeah, Rob basically has not been they probably made like really awkward eye contact like once. And then ever since <laughs> Rawls been purposely, you know, keeping him in yeah. his peripherals, but not, uh, not giving him any direct eye contact whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Avoiding, avoiding. I'm going to watch you. <laughs> Stop watching me. I'll give away too much of my face. No, not um, you. I'm going to watch Bogram. Oh, I don't okay. trust him. I like that you refuse to look at him, but you're still going to keep an eye on him. <laughs> he could be around. I don't have to look at him. going to keep a side eye on him. Keep a side eye on him. Yeah, side eye. Side eye. Okay. Um, unless there's anything else, you four plus Ama make your way towards the monastery. The monastery is kind of full, even at this time in the morning. Um, you see that there are lots of people like kind of eating and drinking. They're clearly getting ready um, for like the day's activities. It's kind of, you know, uh, mid mid to late uh, morning. And they're kind of, they all are hardened workers or they're like young kids with, you know, adults learning their trade. Um, people is, it's fairly loud in here. 
But it's fairly easy for some of you with your ridiculous perceptions to spot where Trempal and Common and Athorin and Kythea are sitting. They're sitting quite near the bar itself. Um, you see the regular Jim and a guy who looks like he could be Jim's son, but may or may not be sitting next to him and they're both drinking their beers. John. Um, and you can see John. We have Jim and no, John. No, quit it. Jim and John. Thank no. you. Great. I don't have to name that fucker. Uh, so Jim and John are sitting at the uh, at the other end of the bar drinking and like talking to one another in gruff old man voices. And you can see the um, you can see the gnome um, guy who works here, Colin, who's just kind of like running up and down the bar, like serving people food and drinks. Um, there's no sight of Emily. Is what the white dragonborn there? No. Okay. Where the fuck is he? <laughs> Maybe he served his purpose and he got to go home. Yeah, I That's... thought he left. No. <laughs> I could have sworn that guy left when Thorin came. Can he teleport? <laughs> he didn't leave. I guess him you'll have Thorin, to ask a Thorin. <laughs> him and a Thorin were, were chit-chatting, I think. It has been some time. You have seen them. Like They could have gone overnight. But until you talk to someone you don't know. But no, you can't see the white dragonborn. Okay. I just assumed he would be with Thorin. Okay, Rawl is back into awkward, so you guys do your thing. <laughs> Rawl is uh, acting kind of weird around a thorn. Not going to lie. Uh, I, I don't want him to figure out that Eamon had died. That's <laughs> totally cool. It's very weird. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, it's weird. Ama, you died? No, I'm right here. I'm here. No evidence. Not at all. <laughs> Emma, why do you have a scar? Don't don't worry about it. Um, Does she have a scar? As you make your... Not that you've seen. <laughs> She's not taking her shirt off around. She was stabbed no, in the, not, the back of the neck, I thought right? she got bashed over the head. Back of the neck. Yeah. Um, Stab. Back of the neck and in between the shoulder blades. Um so, uh, yeah, you make your way over and Kythea stands up and, like, waves in your direction, not aware that you probably have already seen them. Because um, Bogram didn't yeah. fight fair. Which Raw's mad about. No, he's filthy bastard. Uh, Laughing goes <laughs> over and puts an arm around Kythea. Yeah, she kisses you on the cheek. Um, and you all sit down. And uh, Trampal says, So... You left some... I'm taking you to a library. Can you give me a like a description, something? Otherwise, it's going to be messy. So, when we left... As I pull up my map... Let me hang on. When we had left Lim's Lament, when we were on the, the shore, mm -hmm. where there was all that black sand and everything, mm -hmm. um, we saw... The obelisks there, which we didn't know at the time, meant that that was where the library was. So basically, you just need to take us back to where we left initially. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, I think I remember you leaving a sign. And he kind of points over at Squash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Uh, let's give this a go, then. Do you want to go from here, or is there anything you need to do before... I send you off because I can't, I'm not, I mean, I could come with you, but I'd, I'd 
kind of have things to, there's a new boss and I kind of, you know, well, you met him. But a wizard such as yourself wouldn't want to go into the library. Um, Could get one over on your on, boss, become the new boss. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge, mate. I know my job and I'm very good at like sitting on the desk. I like that job. Trample no for pressure. what it's worth, you did very Just well telling. considering. I don't think you have a desk anymore. You should quit. I still got a reception desk and I've got my little office and that's honestly <laughs> as much stress as I want to handle. I like to take life a little chill. That's fair. Not everyone is suited for leadership. No, exactly. I've been trying to tell people that, but they're just like, Chempel, you might be a shit wizard, but you got away. (laughs) You did well in stressful (sighs) situations. (laughs) All right, then. No one's got anything left to do. I guess I'll uh, send you on your merry way. Everyone here, right? Four or five here. Bogram's gone. Uh, We have the four... Four of us. Plus Ama. Ama. Plus Common. Common. Kathia. Yep. Perfect. All right then. Who wants to roll a D100? Oh boy. Uh-oh. I'm not doing roll, it. Roll off. I'll just click no, the button. No, not a roll off. I don't I don't care. I already clicked the button. 49. What did you get? One a below 49. what we needed to live. So he's fairly familiar. <laughs> okay. As he kind of like reaches out and like grabs your hands and you all grab hold of each other, you feel that tug behind your navel and you go propelling through the stalking. You see some of your spectres there. Zoltana Spectre is there with the rock hands and just like applauding to one side um, in respect of the, the the beautiful goddess that she is now uh, chaperoned to and she has accidentally been promoted. It's fine. Um, Ral, you, um, Ral and Squash, you see your Spectre standing there. Um, the rather prim and proper one <laughs> is not there. I wonder and you why. See another, you see another Spectre that you're not familiar with. Um, perhaps this may be Commons or this may be um, Amos. You're not sure, but you see one that you don't recognise. And they're fairly short. Um, they don't have any robes or clothing to speak of. They don't have any massive distinctive features. They are just as plain and standard a scary spectre as you can imagine. Barebone, one might say. Oh boy. Yes. Do these spectres not have anything to do but watch us? I feel like... You're kind of important people these days. Um, Okay. And they're just like, you guys are on the edge of dying at all times, so they're they're probably sticking around (laughs) for a reason. We're the special cases. Mm. Y'all are special cases. Also, time is really slow. Actually isn't, but that's not really the point. It's like you get to watch (laughs) your job happen in slow-mo, do it very fast, (laughs) and then you just wait for the next job to (laughs) take place. Okay. (laughs) Everything's extremely slow. And then they play Go Fish Um, in the meantime. And they play go yeah, fish. They play go fish. They do have to. It's the only card game except in canon. <laughs> you land on your feet in the black sand exactly where you left off last time that you're at Lynn's Lament. You're welcome. <laughs> you only needed to get above a 25. I know. I know. <laughs> it wasn't a difficult check. When you started look- I just wanted you to mishap so much. <laughs> uh, when you started looking at the like looking at your list, I was like I, I was waiting for you to say like what's the plane of negative energy? all right um okay so yes you land in the black sand on the on the shores of lane's lament squash real quickly like gets himself up and looks around and then just like right i'm 
pretty sure it's right over there. If we just walk, it's maybe 20, 30 minute walk. It's uh, more like a couple of hours, but yeah. Well, <coughs> they're all slow, so. <laughs> Wait, uh, the squash You and Rail that... maybe had to run across the surface yeah. of the, the fucking sandy water, but no. Okay, um, okay. No, it is, it is a few hours distance okay. off. Like, you're walking across, like, not exactly great terrain because it is no. that kind of, like, sandy wetness that will, especially for squash with a slightly shorter legs and, and Zoltana, like, you're going to be dragged quite hard by this. If you've ever gone running on the beach, you know how sucky it is. And I'm not yes, wasting so teleportations for this. Miles. Please, it's so lame sure? to walk on sand. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to have a lovely romantic beach walk with my girlfriend. Well, I'm going to ruin it by whining. <laughs> Honey, why did we bring the is children with us? always like this? I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm in a very <laughs> silly mood right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know why you're trying to have a romantic walk with your girlfriend when there's like 50 other people around and you expect it to go well. <laughs> Listen, the world is ending. Let me have these small pleasures. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Squash is directing the group and he's doing it with like, um, uh, like very, like he's very focused. He's not like. Uh, he's unlike me the player he's not being silly he's like very much like on focus on point and he wants to like walk straight away okay you kind of like pair off or three off a Thorin and Common are kind of like they're kind of hanging back at the back of the group a little bit. They're not really a part of the group. Thorin and Aimer and Raoul clearly still have friction um, and those two are kind of just talking at the back of the group um Everyone else can like pair off or walk off or do as you wish. Um, it's it is a good few hours walk. Um, you trek across this kind of black sandy. If you couldn't see the sea far, far off in the distance, squash this would be like a desert. Um, you climb over various dunes, which kind of temporarily block the view of those. Um, of the obelisks and the dunes that you're keeping a particular eye out on. Off in the far distance, you can see that there is a storm that is rolling in. You can feel the wind begin to whip up and that very cold, biting north wind is becoming to coming to get you. Winter is definitely upon its way. As you're walking along, you see that there are, out of the ground, there is still life here. There is like a few odd cacti that are just kind of like drawing the moisture as much as they can get from the sand. You can see there are little creatures that are scurrying beneath the surface, some snakes, maybe some geckos, that kind of thing. Squash, you're leading the group, right? Yeah. Can I get you to make a perception check, please? I don't know why, you're probably going to pass this chest with like a basic fucking... That's a 27. Ahead of you, you can see that the texture of the sand itself has changed. Like, you may be a couple of steps from it when you kind of stop and notice how different this patch of sand is. It spreads out as far as you can see to the right and to the left, and it looks like it's some distance ahead of you. It's the sand that's kind of very liquid. It's the kind of sand that... I'm going to say you may or may not have come across before, but you know what sinking sand looks like. Ah. Uh, Squash like, kind of just puts his hand out and like, uh, um, <clears throat> stop. Uh, sorry, uh, real person asking real questions here. Sinking sand, is that the same thing as quicksand? Yeah, sorry, quicksand, okay. my bad. Uh, Squash puts his hand out just like, uh, uh, stop. Uh, this area here is dangerous. I can feel it. 
I think it's quicksand or sinking sand or something. Uh, but Raw it goes... looks at the sand <laughs> beneath his feet <laughs> and rolls an 11 constitution saving throw. Because <laughs> he's gonna terrified need to take an attack roll against yourself. The sand burying him. <laughs> right, uh, baby, just like grabs your hand kind of tight. Um, because this is a mixture of you being buried alive and a lot of water, so Amor is also a little uncomfortable. Suddenly um, very scared. <laughs> One to ten very quickly. Uh, ten. Ten damages. Okay, then you take Did ten I damages. Up? It's 46, right? Okay. Yeah, I think we have this conversation literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I, I just said okay really quickly. <laughs> I think that we... <laughs> I don't think it's changed. I think we had discussed this. Thank God uh, for that belt. Otherwise, that would have been 20 damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also uh, pretty low, luckily. Squash is going to grab like uh, a pebble or like a, a little bit more solid rock and chuck it like as hard as he can. He's not very strong, but he can like throw a little bit and just see like how far like left and right this uh, sinking sand thing is. Uh, from your perception, it goes like pretty far left and pretty far to your right um it's probably like you know a couple hundred feet across um like it would be a massive detour for sure but you may not be running out of time yeah this is this is a a safety would take you longer uh quicker would be more dangerous it's i'm giving you that little choice yeah uh can you see how far across it is oh um Somebody's going to have to throw rocks feet. because I'm... A hmm? couple of hundred feet. Couple of like hundred feet. your perception is like what you rolled, like it would be enough for you to say this is oh. where the sand changes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I can tell like a little bit in like maybe the arrangement or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it goes out, uh, I would say like 200 feet probably. But it goes like really far left and right. All right. Well, we don't really have time to be wasting. So let me just... Get us across then. And uh, Laffian's just going to step, like, step forward a little bit so that he's nearish to the edge, and then he's going to just hold a hand out and uh, throw up a nomadic gate. Okay. Um, and he's going to have cool. that go a mile out in the direction that we're heading. Yeah, that definitely more than passes it. Um, so, like, there's like a big sure. grayish cube that just suddenly appears, and he just kind of steps aside. All right, everyone in. We passed the whole library. We walk half a mile in the reverse direction. <laughs> the library's in the middle of the mile, and it's like a big boat that's around the edge. We come across no, more um, quicksand. Rip. It takes you a couple of seconds to walk through the gate. Um, you pass through the stalking. You see your specs. Do you have a little bit more time to wave yeah. at Amral? Um, he gives you a big thumbs up, and he kind of he does a little bit of a wave to Squash. Uh, not that I don't know. Squash may or may not realize that this is one and the same. Nope. Um, nope. No, I think Ral told you you had Ral the same did. specter. Yeah. So yeah, but know. Squash has not. Um, Squash is not okay with this whole intermingling with specters <laughs> thing. Squash is not okay with magic to start with, and you guys are hanging out with your reapers. Listen, um, my reapers are freaking cool. Yeah, Zoltana Specter kind of gives uh, gives her a high five as you pass, and it's that cold, bony feeling. But you know, I it's love rad. Um, She's the fucking yeah. coolest. I want her to I come for me this. when I die. <laughs> if I die oh, and no. I just open my eyes and there is like a fucking punk rock skeleton standing there like what's up I'm gonna be the happiest dead person 
That's saying something. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, and you'll pass through the nomadic gate um, by passing my strength checks and spiders and shit that live here, but that's okay. That's cool. I have the spider trinket. Your spiders don't scare me. Don't they? Um, so you continue walking for probably an hour or so more, and ahead of you, you see that much, much closer to the... Um, now that you've walked a fair distance, you can see the dunes are kind of right ahead of you. You can see the obelisks are really tall. Um, they're probably about 60, 70 feet tall, um, which some of you could run up, the rest of you not so much. Um, Raw. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of right ahead of you, and as you crest the dunes or you decide to go between them, whatever is your preference, ahead of you, you see an obelisk. It is covered in various runes that are kind of glowing a very faint gold colour. Ahead of you, ahead of that, sorry, you see that there is a building made of black sandstone. There is a heavy wooden door which is currently closed with two brass handles on it. What do you want to do? Squash slows down and looks back at. Um, who was it? Uh, looks at Lafian and just kind of like gestures, like, uh, is there anything I should know? Traps, passwords. Common? I don't think so, actually. Um, knowledge should be accessed by all, in theory. Uh, there should be no bars to it. It should be as simple as just walking in through those doors. That well. feels too simple. Well, that seems right. The library should be open to everyone. The only thing that I would think we should be wary of is uh, with the passing of the deity whose domain this formerly fell under, there may be things that are amiss. We should be on guard at least. Oh shit, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, true, other people could have, uh, the deities, other beings could have plundered what is inside. There may be nothing left, but let us hope that that's not the case. The library itself is magically guarded the stories are now that I've had more time to look into it properly are that you come here once and that's it um, uh, how are you supposed take. to return a book if you can only come here once I guess that's the mystery I would love to find out she kind of like smiles alright well squash lead the way keep an eye out for more uh, quicksand or anything of the sort alright uh, Squash is going to lead the group forward and he's more alert now that we're this close. And you can take an investigation check. Yeah, I was going to add to that. Uh, Squash is looking for recent footsteps. I'm assuming we're in like kind of windy plains, so... Uh... Yes. Um, I'm just going to go on your natural perception because it's fucking ridiculous. Uh. Um <laughs> What was your investigation now you wrote it? <laughs> I, I clicked investigation and the thing says three zero. So uh, 30? I think that's how you say it in English. <sighs> it's a three and a zero. It's actually Christian, Fuck you. Um, okay, so on a 30, your godlike perception. Um, yes, the sands themselves have shifted and moved. Um, you do notice two things of note. First of all is that the closer that you your group is getting to the obelisk, the brighter the runes are glowing. And also that there are, in fact, footsteps in front of um, leading from the dunes that you were actually in. They're very, very, very faint now. But you recognize the footsteps of um, a smaller race, something like a gnome or a halfling, and a taller race like a human or an elf. 
and they're leading directly to the door. That checks out. Yeah. Um, somebody's been here before. Somebody big and somebody small. Uh, Likely our friends, I would hope. There was a small person in that group. Marnak is a gnome. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did that not register on you? <laughs> no, no. Marnak was a human in my head. <laughs> in the hundred and some odd episodes that you've been with us, human, 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 of human. All the Just conversations look at us that you and I have had outside of game, where I talked to you about some stupid shit. Can you pick up once that I said I decided to make the two things gnomes because I thought it was funny. In V's mind, gnomes are the most magical of races in all of the D and D world. Them. Friends don't I let friends them. play so gnomes. So, so hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm one hundred percent only playing gnomes now. <laughs> I I love that Athor and I are always on the are like on the same page because we all both of us are always forgetting what shit is in this game. Because I also definitely forgot that Marnak was a gnome. Oh my god. I knew okay. he was one, but like, so when you said that, I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh wait, I knew that. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's okay. Sorry. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, you, you track the footprints of a smaller thing like a yeah. halfling or a gnome and also a taller person, something like a, an elf or a human. Or a dragonborn. Ooh, is there like a nah. trail of a tail? No. Lisbeth doesn't have a tail. Wasn't a thorn here? No, a thorn's with us. No, a thorn is with you. What? God. He's... There are too so, many people in Ithor, this party. Either. So, when we had done the whole thing in the room, Marnak and Lisbeth had to go to the library, which they knew was here. Okay. So they teleported here right away. I thought a thorn went with them. No, a Thorin now got re- mad that they left without him, now which is I'm remembering why he came that. with us. <laughs> All right, this has, should have come up in the recap before the episode. How peeled does a Thorin look? How, how, how mad has he been <laughs> this just, whole time? Um, you can take, uh, he has been a little mad, but like as you've been walking through the desert, as he's c- getting like closer to the library and speaking more with Common, he seems to be more interested in what's going on. He doesn't seem angry or anything, but he is still very like hesitant around you and Aima. Okay. All right. Sorry. So, what do you all want to do? Squas approaches the brass handles, the wooden doors. Uh, uh, excuse me. I'm the lord of the doors. <laughs> I'll take care of this. This is true. This is very true. Squas gets out his lockpicks. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's <laughs> happened? All right. That was, most, okay. that was mostly a joke, but I'll, 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 I'll no, no, I'll, this is very much in canon. Go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll step up to the door, and I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna attempt to open it, and if it doesn't open, I'm going to kick it with my big ass dwarven fucking boots, placed feet. Uh, oh no, you're wearing the elven boots, right? So they're, they're kind of my little, big ass little elven little fucking boots on my big ass dwarven <laughs> yep. feet. <laughs> Huge ass kick, no sound. Slightly quieter kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as you try the handle and you expect it to be locked, it isn't. Um, you'd very simply twist it and you can push it open. Um, Sultana and Squash by the door, you notice that inside the library, um, you can see that it's kind of dark. There are no light sources in here. Um, but from the light that kind of trickles in from where you are, Squash, you would be able to tell that whatever is inside is way bigger than this kind of sandstone building that you're looking at from the outside. 
you can see rows, uh, so you can see a lot of tables kind of like in front of you. Some of them are stacked with books. Some of them have torches on them ready, or sorry, candles on them ready to be lit. Uh, <clears throat> Squash is going to get out one of his torches real quick and light it, mm-hmm. even though he does have dark mm-hmm. vision at this point. And he's going to enter or hand it to Sultana and let her enter. Either way. I'll take that torch. It should be Yoti's choice. Okay. As you as you enter the library, you get the feeling as you kind of cross the threshold, you get that kind of magical like tingle, just almost as if you're walking through a barrier, because you kind of are. Um, and you find yourself in the library. It is much wider than the building on the outside, confirmed when you're inside. You can see that these tables go on for a long distance. You can see that there are shelves and shelves and shelves that just seem to go off into the distance. You don't hear or see anyone as of this moment. I like to think that uh, the whole time Lafayette and Kythea were like holding hands as they were walking, and as soon as they walk, uh, step in, like he kind of tightens his grip. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a lot. Um, that is a. L- you know that scene where Belle walks into the library in Beauty and the Beast. This is Kythea's face right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, uh, wow. Oh my God. Squash, I don't suppose you have a. Uh, Visual on any tracks of the sort? Maybe we can meet up with our friends if they're still here. Oh, uh, g- g- give me a second. I'll, I'll see if if they've left any kind of track or trail. And Squash is going to try to track people across what I assume is a hard uh, stone floor. They did just walk across <laughs> a bunch fact. of sand, though. They did. <laughs> Wet sand. Roll an investigation. <laughs> All right. I don't know I'm bothering at this point. 23. <laughs> ah, you needed that 25 to see. No, you don't. Um, you can see that there is some stand on the floor and it has like spread out some distance. And as you begin to follow it, you kind of notice that because you were so far away, now you've arrived like a few, you know, a couple of hundred feet in, you look off to your right and you can see that there is kind of like a small wing um, mm-hmm. off to one side. And at the end of that, you can see um, like kind of very far in the end of that wing, you can see that there is a flickering light source. Uh, over there. I think they're over there. Well, somebody's over there. Also, also why did Marduk just not take all of us? <laughs> well, we had we our own things like, that we needed to do. I guess. Yeah. But, like, we didn't talk about them. <laughs> he, he's busy, yo. Um, I mean... He's busy. He's been out for okay, one second. You, um... So the six of you, uh, I assume the six of you are going to be making your way towards this light source. Is Common staying behind? Common, and as you kind of look back after Squash says this to see what they're up to, um, you notice that neither Thorin nor Common have actually entered the library. You can see them. They're like, and they're not exactly at the entrance, but they're more off towards where the obelisk is. Oh, is there a problem? No, I'm I'm actually reading this. Uh, uh, Thorin has some knowledge and he's helping me to read through what all of this means. It's very fascinating. Is it something we should be worried about? No, no, not at all. Not a problem. Um, uh, I shouldn't we, bother you in the slightest. Oh, we. 
Okay. Not. Roll a deception, V. <laughs> Roll an insight, Neil. <laughs> uh, Roll is going to wander back and see what language it is. Poke Ooh, his head if... out of the library. No, uh, Squash does I not know. let you leave the library. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, he grabs your, like, probably, like, by the tail. Like, it's just like, no, Ralph, no. <laughs> yeah, you, Ralph, you can't Ralph leave. Stops. <laughs> if you leave, you can't enter again. That's at least a legend. Oh, God, I can't believe I actually said that none ironically. Oh, my life's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you will sort it out. Amy kind of looks down at you a little, trying to be helpful. Why, not, why don't one of you stay here near the entrance and keep an eye on them in case of anything... In case anything bad happens, as is often what happens around us. I will stay. If anything happens, shout for us. Don't you worry, I can shout very loud. Just don't, you breathe, hear me. don't breathe any fire into the library, please. I will try not to set fire to the books. I appreciate it. And, uh, I know you're a scholar as well, but just <laughs> to be on the safe side. I do try. Uh, she kind of like hugs Rao really quickly and kisses him on the cheek and then she goes and Where's stands by the entrance, like by the portal. She's just keeping I'm watch to make, to make sure, sure that nothing... they don't piss off. Yes. If anything comes for them, I will protect them. Okay. Uh, common at least, my father. Uh, uh, Ral's not going to leave. <laughs> Ral, go. Where? I don't need you here. Go. Go with the others. This is your quest. Go. But the books aren't my no, thing. You can tr- Ralph, no. Tr- no, Ralph, I will not hold your hand through these trials. These are your trials. Go. Uh, we're not here you for trials. Well, sort of. <sighs> books are your thing. Trade me. Go. Well. Okay. <laughs> she smiles. She clearly wants to do the book thing. <laughs> I, I can't argue with the logic. Uh, Rob will stand outside of like view, like in the door, but kind of like further away from the door, so that he's not okay necessarily right, like then... in view of a thorn the whole time. It's so that it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in that case, I'd like you to make a stealth check. Okay. Rob, what are you doing? I can see you right there, you idiot. Ah! What are you doing? Your shadow is long. Twenty-four. Ooh. Yeah, there's. I highly doubt he's going to see you. Common might, but there's no way he'll see you. Okay, then the five of you, and I'll get back to you in a minute, Neil, about what you see. Um, and the five of you make your way towards this light. Are you going sneakily? Are you just walking brazenly? Like, this is, this is your choice. I don't sneak. Understood. <laughs> Squash has made the assumption that these are friendly, so he's just doing his standard quietness. Okay. I have a mind thrust ready if it's not a friend. Actually, no. That's bad phrasing. I have a mind thrust ready if it's something aggressive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> towards us. You'll make your way towards the end of the swing, and the closer you get, you can begin to hear three voices. Um, and they seem to be talking very low. Um, squash, you hear them mostly before anyone else, but... Laughing, you also pick up Monarch's voice. You've heard him quite often. And they seem to be talking jovially, but kind of also seriously. They're they're happy, but they're on a focused sort of thing. You hear three voices. You hear Lisbeth's voice, you hear Monarch's voice, and you hear a third voice, which has a very kind of like guttural feel to the way that it's being um, used. Hmm. And it's male. Um, 
Laughing's just going to call out then. Excuse me, is there someone here that can help us navigate these books? Um, you see, more like Marnak and Lisbeth kind of like pop their head from around a stack from a shelf uh, unit. Um, you notice that. Let's see what we have. Um, they're both smiling um, as they recognize your voice. You notice that braided into their hair are strips of ribbons um, and strips of leather that are different colors. Um, and they both are smiling quite a lot. Um, and also then stepping around behind them, you see a very tall orc. Um, he's wearing um, dark blue robes and he has the insignia of Ogma on his chest. Oh. Hello there, friends. Hi. Um, what, what are you doing there? We found out that there are things that we need to know. And this is kind of the place to find the things that need to be knowing. You are correct in this assumption, yes. I take it you're caretaker of this place? Yes, this is my library as much as it will. I will preserve it the best that I can. I am sorry for your loss. With any luck, perhaps someone will step in to fill. That is my hope as well. What is your name, if I might ask? Ben Beer. I'm going to need a spelling for that, please. B-E-N-B-I-R. And that's thanks of Bezo. Thank you, Bezo. Got it. Okay. Um... Ben Beard turns and looks at Monarch and um, Kels. Uh, sorry, Monarch. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, no. I have Monarch and Kels stuck in my head as a as a as a duo. New library. It's very difficult for me to Authority. fucking kick them apart. Throw in the bad ones here. I thought I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I went <was> wrong. <laughs> Daddy, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben Beer looks at um, Monarch and Lisbeth. I almost did it again. At Monarch and Lisbeth and says, You should take some rest before you head below into the vaults. This is not an easy task for you. There is a place opposite, and he kind of points in the opposite direction, um, and way far off in the distance, um, there is like another wing where you would assume that Ben Beer or whoever else that is, uh, may or may not work in the library, um, would be resting. There are supplies and beds for you both. Are you two all right? I'm going to ask the three of you to make history checks, please. Sure. Am I a three? Yes. Yes. Um, you would actually be at advantage. I would. Yes, you would. Okay, well, thank God, because the first roll I got was a one, <laughs> but then the second one was a 19. <laughs> All right, 13. Um, and I got a 24. Nerd. Uh, with the exception of squash, you would recognize the leather and like uh, ribbon strips in the hair. To be uh, hand fasting ribbons. <gasps> to be what? Oh my god. Uh, Zoltana is gonna like smile and go, 
When did that happen? No, I, di- I didn't hear what what hand fasting ribbons. What is that for me, Arch? What is that? Uh, hand fasting is a ritual for marriage. Oh, okay. In Squash that case, oblivious. Slight eyebrow raise. <laughs> That's as much as he's giving. Is just a slight eyebrow raise. Congratulations! Um, when did that happen? Uh, Marnak looks at uh, Zoltana and he says, "This morning, with the sunrise." Well, <laughs> good for you guys. <laughs> we we didn't want to to wait, and who knows when the ending is coming? And it's it's been too long, already too long. <laughs> is Kaithia with us? This is an important. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, laughing looks a little awkward. <clears throat> <laughs> Kaithia steps forward and hugs them both. Question. Is Kaithia yes. more happy for them or jealous? Take an insight check. Dun, dun, dun. Don't do this to me, Squash. Don't do this oh, to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll do this all day. 18. <laughs> uh, I'll send you a whisper. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, she's happy for them. Okay. Yeah, she's happy for them. <laughs> I mean, if you've got a 20, you may... No, joking. Ah. No, but she's happy for them. We're... The thing we have to do, that, that Marnak has to do, we have to go into the vaults, and, and it's dangerous down there. And we're going to just rest. If you need anything, you just... You just need to call. And she kind of points at um, Lafian. Yes, because you have the link. We can always find each other. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm pretty sure he told you before the big plot drop at the end of season one when he was in that room, but that a lot happened that episode. <laughs> a lot did happen that episode. So <laughs> A lot happened that episode. <laughs> what, how, what are the extents of this link? But if link? not, you would at least, um, you would have to test it. Okay. You would you would have to try it when it when you decide to try it. All right. Um, I will keep a mental note of that. Are you going to be all right, or do you need help of some sort? I mean, we have our own things to do, but if there's anything we can do to help, it. Uh, what are you doing now? Good question. <laughs> um. So we kind of need to. V, I need you to remind me the details of when we talked to Kesa. Uh-huh. I remember something... She said the people in that room and one other. Okay, so they they count as, like... Because they were in the room, uh, I think? Uh, they weren't, but they weren't in the room when she sent the message to Zoltana. But I would allow it because they are clearly a big part Are they part, part of, of the, the NDA? Plan, so. Yeah, that they've signed the NDA. Yeah. Okay, so they're part of the NDA. All right, we're cool. I, I need to make sure yeah. that I don't break not, the NDA with the Sentinels. Yeah, they may not necessarily know what it is that you are doing, but they know what they're doing at least. So, yeah. Also, I think it was going to be a very forced NDA. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Well, you have could a try pissing off NDA. a Sentinel. Uh, no. <laughs> they will um, stop you talking by stopping time. <laughs> So much as what you're trying to do is in aid of uh, the various deities of the Pantheon, um, 
we kind of have our own task to be doing that was given to us by the Sentinels. As you say that, you notice that Ben Beer, like, <laughs> they kind of put hands to their ears and you can just see them wincing in pain. <laughs> Two guys come out. Oh, and yes, I'm sorry. Little, I... They pull out little pins and they do the men in black thing where they erase the memory. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me try that again. Pulls <laughs> out the little flashy disappear. thing. Uh, ben yeah, Beer, I, I, I'm going to say that. In. I'm going to say that you you could, if you want, walk with them so that Ben Bear isn't nearby. Um, Okay, sorry, let me rewind. I forgot he was in the room. I thought he had left. That's fine. All right, rewind. Let's say you're walking towards the other wing and then Ben Bear. Right, while we're walking towards the other wing, Ben Bear's not there. Yeah. Um, So much as you two are doing things for the deities of the Pantheon, um, we've been tasked with our own course of action by the sentinels that requires uh, certain trials to be undertaken oh are you going to be okay can we help <laughs> good question uh, v- good questions <laughs> um we're not sure um much in uh greater being true fashion there is very little detail given uh as they all want to do they just tell you to do something and then say good fucking luck finding out how, but... Sometimes that's part of the test. If you're worthy, you'll find out, eh? I, I that's guess all that... well and good when there's not a big time limit. Sorry. I guess so. A little bitter. Um, you're allowed to be. We've figured out that at least part of this is in relation to Giata. So we kind of need to figure out how to get there, and we also need to try to figure out where all of these trials are. We think that at least one of them might be in Giata somewhere, because that's where the Sentinels first touched down. But there's too many question marks for us to jump to any conclusions. Then you've probably come to the right place, right? The Library of Orkma should have some of the things you need to know about what's there. And who you might need to talk to. I know a little from, from my wanderings. We'll have to see. I actually took a page out of your book, by the way, Elizabeth. I've been learning how to uh, oh, you, pull you did? the threads a little bit more and see things that I would not normally know. <laughs> it's fun, right? <laughs> learning by assessing what, what's been and what will be and, and following the line of thought. It's fascinating, isn't it? And being able to check in on people and make sure that they're all right. Uh, you can see that she smiles and she gives a little blush to her uh, cheeks. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, it's good to be able to check on friends. Well, uh, we need to do some research. It sounds like you two need to relax for a bit before we, before you embark on your own challenge, it seems. Oh, man, you guys need like a honeymoon. <laughs> we'll honeymoon when the world is saved. <laughs> Indeed. We'll. Good luck. And if we can help, we will. Um, and Marnak puts her hand up to Lavian. I just grab him in a big hug. Good luck. <laughs> Dog pile of hugs. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, and the pair of them head off. Ral, 
how intently are you watching Common and um, Athorin? How much are you trying to listen in on their conversation? Um, I think he's still curious about like what language is. Obviously, he's felt the magic in here and uh, yeah, yeah. is just more curious than anything. I don't think he's necessarily trying to hide. I think that's just accidental mm-hmm. in him not wanting to be around a thorn. But uh, yeah, he'll be curious enough to listen in. But I don't think he realizes okay. he's necessarily hiding. So he'll like peek his head around, I guess, occasionally yeah, just yeah. from the yeah, shadows. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let me see what they learn. <sighs> okay. Um, Have they found the Rosetta Stone? <sighs> As Common and Athurin are talking, you pick up that each side of this obelisk is written in a different language. There are runes that are repeated, like Common would make a guess that the things that are repeated from place to place on the different sides of this obelisk are probably names. They're probably places or something. Things that don't change no matter what language you speak. She discusses with Athorin and Athorin recognises that there is celestial and that there is a bustle on here. She also recognises common, uh, sorry, common, <laughs> I hate my life, common and undercommon. As they begin to look at this a bit more, like you hear the odd phrases here and there. So can I make you roll a perception check, please? You did this to yourself, me. Commoner, com- yes. commoner, commons. Wait, why is the thorn under common? <laughs> what happened? Just, just press the button. What, what was it? Perception, <laughs> yes. Perception, please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Okay, you hear common and you hear a Thorin talking and as they point at these runes that seem to represent names you hear the phrases bloody vengeance balanced inquisitor long death but you don't hear the last thing but they seem to be repeating these like fairly regular intervals and they seem to be trying to translate what's written on there um rob peeks his head around the corner <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> Because uh, bloody vengeance, it, even if he wouldn't like know long death in the meta, he knows bloody vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That one's kind of given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you throw those other words in. Yeah. Rob pokes his head around the corner at that. Um. They're kind of just talking their way through it. Um. Yeah. Do you want to say anything to them? Rob will tell, ask them to like write it down if they can. Uh, uh, Common hears, hears you out the like off to one side as you, as you as you ask them to do this, and she's like, "Of course, I, I let me grab a notepad." And like she kind of reaches into her bag and she pulls out a quill and, and a little bit of ink, and she begins to quickly write down what it is that she's managed to translate. Um, and between her and Athorin, they they try and translate what they can, but it seems to be pretty slow going. Okay. And uh, Ral is like kind of in the doorway now, kind of <laughs> just like standing at the edge of the doorway, paying a lot more attention. I'm afraid this is going to take a while. So either, uh, I mean, I guess I could always come. Hmm. I, 
I kind of want to finish reading this. Uh, but if you want to go back, Thorin, I can I can write all this down. I, I think I've got the biggest translation chunks done. Um, and he says, Thank you. I should really be inside if Marnak is here. When I leave, I might be able to help you with the rest of it. No problem. And uh, they smile at each other and he makes his way inside, just awkwardly getting past you, Ral. Um and it's about this time that you see the others that are kind of like in the middle um, of the hallway. And Athorin just catches sight of Marnak. Um, and he says, uh, Wait, come back. I need to talk with you. And he kind of like rushes off in that general <laughs> direction. Rock keeps behind them. Uh, <laughs> not interfering. <laughs> trying, trying. Uh, it's awkward. <laughs> Laughing telepathically to Marnex says, good luck with that one. <laughs> <sighs> For some peace and quiet, hey friend. <laughs> yeah, and you hear them, you can hear the three of them like talking as they're making way back towards the kind of like uh, like mm, living quarters of the library. You abandoned me. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't so mean sorry. to. Oh, no. <laughs> what an oopsie I made. <laughs> What's the word for an accident in Dragonborn tongue? <laughs> oh, wait, I already know it. Why? Because Ouch. brain power. <laughs> all right, so all of you all are, are met back up again. Yes. Uh, uh, Squash kind of looks at the team and like, okay, I, I know we're here to learn about the trials and right. about the island and all that, but... I only have one chance for this. I need to research what uh, 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 a mortal avatar is while I'm here. I will never have a chance like this again. So I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to be able to help you guys. I'm going to have to figure this out. I understand. You have your reasons. Thank you, Lafian. And Squash turns to Ben Bean? Ben Beer. Ben Beer. Beer. Yeah, I just say Ben Beer is like, they, they let you walk ahead and they have like gathered up in their arms. Like they have a couple of scrolls and a couple of books um, that they seem to be wanting to put back. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of like make their way in your general direction. Uh, uh, Lafian called you the caretaker. Could you help? Prefer the term librarian, but please. Uh, okay. All of you sit. Welcome to Ogmus Library. And he snaps his fingers and all the candles and all the torches in here light up. And that's when you become aware that these stacks, these shelves reach an impossible height. There is a stained glass window at the very, very end of the library, which shows a man reading a book, which seems to be blank. So, what is it that this old librarian could help you with? Uh, I, I need to learn about avatars, more specifically mortal avatars. He tips his head and his eyes just seem to roll and roll as if he's trying to recall something. And he says, There is a treaty, a book, a theory crafting of avatars and what they are. Is this the book you wish to check out from the library? Uh, 
I, I, can I not read it in here? Of course. But I suspected, gathering by your group, that you would probably not wish to be here longer than you must. For I believe you are the ones who have a rather pressing task. Uh, can I answer that question later and just read the book for now? <laughs> of course. He points behind him, further to the library, further behind him in the library, near the window, and he says, The shelves opposite that stained glass window. There is a book called The Theories of Shielding that might hold the answers to your questions. Is there a specific question you wish to have answered? What happens to a person that becomes a mortal avatar? Is there a way to undo it? His face drops a little, and he says, The theories of shielding should give you the answers you seek. Okay, okay. And Squash just runs off. Take notes for me if you can. <laughs> and me, please. I, I'm super curious. <laughs> well, he's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. First time I think I've seen him actually excited for book work. <laughs> <laughs> Eh. I, I'm sure Zoltana you've seen a book once you've seen it a million times no, I like <laughs> books what you think I'm stupid <laughs> no 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 so what are few others what do you wish to seek how to phrase this without making your eardrums rupture um you say it and I don't that's the answer <laughs> I didn't mean in that particular sense, Sultana, but all right. I'm going to say, Squash, you totally heard that joke running. There's <laughs> a slight chuckle. We need... Ben Bear is smiling. ...to undergo the trial of... Hold on, hold on. I want to make sure that I have the phrasing right. So if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the trial of the brain, the brawn, the heart, and the spirit. Yes? Correct. Okay. Yeah. We need to undergo the trials of the brain, the brawn, the heart, and the spirits, which were set down by the sentinels. We need to locate them and what it is that they entail. I need you to roll a con save. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. It's a difficult check for a reason. Eleven. I need you to roll 46. Okay. Oh, you murdered him. Oh, no. I have more health than that. <laughs> I shouldn't kill him on 46, okay? <laughs> oh, that's a lot of damage, though. That's true. <laughs> trial of Sentinels. I mean, trial of Sentinels. Ow. <laughs> no. Do you want to try that again? Basically, as you go to phrase those words, you feel that stabbing pain in your chest, and the words don't quite come out. Uh, <clears throat> he, like, clutches at his chest and is like, okay. This is going to be difficult. Um... We have to do a thing that we can't tell you about because it'll hurt us if we do. Yep, it hurts. And so the thing we need from you 
Do you have a section on the Sentinels? Yes. That is what we need from you, is to go to that section. And then we can look through the books and try to figure out what would be the best suited for our needs without having to tell you what those needs are and hurting ourselves. And then Zoltana like does finger guns at, at balance. <laughs> he's like clutching at his chest and he's just like, yeah, good, good idea. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I have a section on sentinels here in the library. There is a section on the creation of the worlds. Oh, perfect. The sentinels should be in there. Whether it will pertain to your unspeakable things, your tasks, I do not know. But with the information you've given, it is the best that I could do. That sounds good. And he 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 points in a direction kind of almost opposite from Squash's, um, like pretty close to the door in the far corner. Um, you notice that there's kind of like a yeah, kind of like a locked display case. Um, and there are apparently like three books in there. It's a book called The Creation of the Worlds. It has information on existences and sentinels. Hmm. Uh, with that, Kythea just uh, stands up and she looks at Lafian. <laughs> Should we go check that out? I think that that book would be best suited to you and I, yes. Uh, Raul, Zoltana, why don't you uh, inquire if there's any other books that may be pertaining or anything else that may be relevant to our future endeavours? If you have uh, any questions, come find well, us. Sure. Uh, it, uh, what other books about the Sentinels do you have? Most of the books of the Sentinels talk about creation and talks about their powers and the theories of where they themselves come from. What about the Kesa from the Fourfold? you have anything about the Kesa? In specific? Yes. There are many books dedicated to the creation of the fourfold, both here on Discora and in Kino. She is prominent in them both, and the creation of the lodge here in Discora. Maybe something uh, about her. Um, Also... Maybe uh, this is a weird one. I'm going to be trying to heal a dragon soon. And maybe something about helping injured dragons. Uh, Make a big potion. uh, Alchemy something. (laughs) Ben Bear looks at you as you continue reeling off more and more things that you want. And um, he says... For things relating to Kesa, you want the section about the fourfold themselves, and that's just over there. And he points to a bookcase like very, very close to you. For dragons and how to heal them, they are in the vaults, I'm afraid. There are very few of them remaining. And 
the ones that once ruled this world were dangerous to our very existence. Alkmaar put them behind extra security to make sure they could never rule as they once did. Oh no, uh, <laughs> Thorin won't be ruling much of anything. Um, well, uh, uh, he kind of looks over at Thorin and all the. <laughs> I think I th- Thorin's off irritating Monarch. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's a bit distant. Uh, I think that we're kind of a lot for our. Uh, we'll run what to deal with right now. Um, he's nice, though. I think he can help us. And he's hurt, so. I will see what I can do. The wards protecting this place are not as they once were now that Ogma has left us. For Kesa there, I shall go see if it is possible to get the information you seek. Okay, thank you. I feel like I have no idea what the hell I'm looking for. Could I give you a hint? Yes, please. You do owe a certain sentinel sword a certain body. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, right. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, hey, uh, you don't have anything about transferring uh, uh, bodies, tra- transferring souls into bodies. Like, anyway. That's totally not concerning. We've gone full. Yeah. <laughs> he gives you that side eye of like, uh-huh, where are you going with this? <laughs> no, I promise it's not anything uh, weird. My, I, I just promised my sword I'd get him a body. <laughs> he looks relieved. <laughs> and then he says, yes, there is a section on weird. <laughs> transference and was the sentience created for your sword or were they were they someone before so uh he was a person and then now he's a sword um so but i don't think his body exists anymore i'm not i'm honestly not like super clear on on it uh i'm doing my be- i'm doing my my best i'm doing my i'm doing my level best here to uh to make my sword's life easier Vimbi um, lays like a very heavy orcish hand on your shoulder and he says yes we are all trying to do our best in these situations there is a section here on Valkyrie swords this might be the closest section to seeing the friend that you have made oh my god that's perfect because he's a Valkyrie sword <laughs> uh, he's like Vimbi <laughs> smiles he's like Perfect. This is exactly the wonderful situation I love to find ourselves. <laughs> Please, just, just over there. Um, and he kind of like stands up and uh, he says kind of loudly like, I shall make my way to the vaults and see if I can get the information upon curing dragons for you. Hi everyone, it's V here. Um, yep, this was this was an episode. <laughs> 
Um, I've been holding on to the Lisbeth and Marnock thing for a little while and I don't think it's a surprise anyone. I want to say a big thank you to Holly who voiced Common for us, to Kessie for reprising its role as Lisbeth and to Josh from Taking Initiative for voicing a Thorin. I think this may be the episode with the most amount of voiceovers and I'm, I'm so thankful to all of them. They really bring life into our world. We also want to say thank you to one of our new patrons, Janine Serra. I so apologise if I screw up your name. Just send me a pronunciation if I do it wrong. Um, other than that, go check out our website. We have links to everyone who's ever been in the show and there's amazing speed art that Kessie has done and there are bonus contents like... Well, um, the three Romancer Land things that we wrote for the show were also up there and voiced. Um, the timeline is up there. The website looks really good and it has a bunch of extra stuff. Um, that's just theluckydie.com. If there's anything else you want to see on there, then just give me a shout. I am, I am the web mistress and games mistress and I have the biggest web. I get stuff done. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, um, you're about to hear an ad for Comedy of Terrors, which is a very cool podcast. And again, thank you so much for listening. Whew, hand fasting. Cool, right? A new D&D podcast has entered the arena. One filled with knee-slapping, side-splitting humor, but also replete with suspense and horror. A dramatic experience in enthusiastic sound design. With Rosnar the Dragonborn. I'm not a rat. With Whip the Kenku. Wait, wait, did it at least grow my feathers back? With Vandal the Human. Kiss me, you crazy wag, you! And Kayla, the indomitable DM. Vandal, you're high as f. Just remember that. Pure, concentrated spontaneity in an hour. Ish. Welcome to. Comedy of Terror. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.